The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, bulimia, anorexia nervosa, drug use, Bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping at the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist. Because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day guys, welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest hairball in the cage, Bear Fjorda, talking about all things Hollywood. How you doing, hairball? I'm I'm doing okay. Been finally getting over COVID relatively well. Got back to my training. Uh, so as far as news related stuff goes, I just got back into the swing of everything. I'm still tired from COVID. It does impact. I have long haul effects. Like just right now, that little speech I gave to respond to is not how I would have ever answered anybody. I just can't seem to form words properly. No, I, I get it. I get it. It's it's been really really weird, and then on top of it, I went and got a string lift done, mm-hmm. so my face hurts dreadfully, and I'm not supposed to open my mouth or make a lot of facial expressions, so it's very difficult for me to talk because I get very very animated. That's how I get emotion into what I'm saying, and right now I'm like, welcome to the radio show. Very very I'm monotone. Very glad that you're here. It's it's ridiculous. I feel terrible. It's on doctor's orders. Just bring in a note. Bring in a note. That is fabulous. That is what everyone wants to hear. I intentionally had holes put in my face, and you guys get to suffer for it. Yay! Um, Only the best for our viewers. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. So we've had a lot going on here. I am still freaking tired from COVID. Hmm. That is what I find most bizarre about the situation. I should be over it by now. At least I feel like I should. No, they talk about long-haul effects. The people who are still going to experience effects, uh, the, the side effects of COVID long into their years, be it, uh, let's see, breathing issues, lack of energy, lack of cardio, foggin- uh, fogginess of the brain. Now, they do have treatments out, though, so you can go uh, talk to your doctor, they've, talk they've, to people they've about... They've put me on steroids. It's not helping. I have to get on steroids for my face now. Uh, I need to find out, Lex, did you call on the steroids for my face? I would do that immediately, please. Speaking of steroids, uh, Conor McGregor was accused of taking anabolic steroids. Who accused him of that? Uh, It's just in the MMA community. A couple of different uh, podcasters have already brought it up, and it's largely assumed now that he has uh, done some kind of uh, drug uh, in effect of that. I think 
We didn't want didn't one of our buddies. Uh, well, he, Jesse it? Jesse brought up um, that he thinks he may have been on medical steroids. Oh, the same okay. thing. The same thing that I had to be on. Yeah. For my from for when I was sick and that I'm supposed to be on for my face. No, no, no. I'm talking like people are thinking he's taking TRT hard stuff that the. Uh, I actually kind of agree with Jesse because mm-hmm. even medical steroids will make you kind of douchey. Like I'm a dick when I take them. Let alone the hard stuff that you get in the locker room with your buddies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, I don't know. No, I don't think it's true. But I, I can a- agree with you and Jesse more that he's probably on some kind of, uh, maybe it's a, a dr- prescription drug, just because he's got to heal and how fast he has healed at that. Uh, and he's been to a lot more rambunctious, to say the least, recently. What he, he first tried to throw hands with MGK. He successfully threw hands with some DJ in Italy. He uh, He's just looking for anyone to catch that left. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, um, I, I, but I, I believe Jesse very, very much. I think Jesse's probably probably onto something there. Right. The, the whole situation's really, really weird. Hollywood's been weird in general. Well, we got um, that uh, shooting with Alec yep. Baldwin that's still progressing. Uh, I think something I just heard recently is that it actually wasn't a prop gun. It was a real gun that the, that the, the gun handler all, brought on all, set. All guns are real guns. It's what you put in them. Wait, 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 wait. So, so most of the guns we use aren't prop guns. They're so guns not, with the proper load. Okay, so not only did I read an article that was clickbait now, because apparently that's just something that happens. You guys just bring real weapons onto set? Because they look real. So a real weapon will fire and give you the discharge and give you the sparks, will give you what you want. Mm-hmm. From that blank that you're not going to get from a, a false gun. That's reasonable. So why do you guys have those stockpiles of uh, all your fake M16s and well, big old Well, if you're guns? not shooting them or you've got a big war scene, you're not going to have 10 million blanks going off. You're just not going to have that happening. What you're going to end up having if is, is that for close-up scenes. It's not that all guns are real guns. It's that some guns are real guns. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I, again, I just thought that uh, that was such a big deal that he brought in this real firearm on the set. Guess uh, my mistake. This no, is how that's not that disconnected big deal. from Hollywood I am. I just hit people inside a small arena, and someone somewhere congratulates me for it. Uh, I don't think anyone cares. Never mind. No one congratulates me for it. No. You, come on. I mean, when I tell people what you do for a living. I sound like a stripper. No, I just tell them that you go up on stage in little tiny booty shorts and perform for audiences. Okay, so <laughs> I wasn't too terribly far off, but there's a little more to assume in your regard. Yeah. And then if you do really, really well, sometimes you'll go backstage with people. If they pay enough. Okay. <laughs> You do, right? You take uh, interviews not, afterwards. No, you, if you they are, pay enough. You are correct. I just also I'm a fan of the way you're putting it together. Exactly. You're a stripper and a hooker. That's that's what I'm doing. You sell yourself. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. And you know, going back to Alec Baldwin, think about scrapping the movie entirely because of that. They're thinking of halting production on it. Well, I'm not well they've already halted, but I uh, you know what I mean. I know. I'm sorry. So that a lot of people die on sets. Pirates of the Caribbean had someone drown. Like, really, look up how many people die on sets. It's you know, not. I'm do that. Okay, let's let's go. On average, right? How many people? Oh my God, he's gone to Google. Ladies and gentlemen, you are live set. listening to an MMA fighter. Google. That has got to be the most entertaining thing anyone has ever done on radio. 
brace yourselves. Come on, dude. Like you didn't you didn't need to read it off. You could have just Googled it. That's fair. Uh, there's actually no direct information. It just I know certain incidents like mm-hmm. okay, no one it's should like die we're on not, set. It's or, not it's like we don't keep excellent track of it because we wouldn't want everyone knowing that. But you know what this Alec Baldwin thing is really taking over now. Almost all these stories involve shooting or prop uh, I know on set. that bastard is gonna make all of our regulations get tightened up and we don't need tighter regulations right now. We need to fill right now like i want to go back to work you need better i need weapons to handlers right now I, I i've always had i've been very lucky i've always had great weapons handlers i need to like pimp your ass out on some red carpets that's what's going on here you need to get your ass on some red carpets for some press because oh my god your numbers are lagging you are not getting the tracking in the media and your google numbers have gone down well instagram's gonna pay me nine grand just for posting videos so i don't that. care hey that counts do you know what i care more about your goddamn numbers I, going I up. I almost don't want to answer that question. I will drop you as a client, woman. Okay. That assumes I'm still on then. <laughs> That's a valid one. You already in trouble yesterday for not following direction. I can't remember what it was about, so you may have to remind me. I've never had anyone or anything fail, so I get really mad when people aren't listening to me. Speaking of which, uh, we have to talk after the show because I do need help progressing numbers again. Cricket, cricket. Oh no! Don't do you hear? Do you hear that? Do you hear Do you hear the cricket? Is that how you treat? Is that how you treat our uh, our guests to be? Ellie? Yeah. Hell no! She's one of my favorite people. Oh, is she? Yeah. Apparently, I lose out on that one. No, you definitely do. So, guys, we are going to be on with Ellie Nose Rock. She just came back from overseas. She's got a show coming out. Uh, I know she's been having a reality show about her shopped around because I've been doing it. And she's got a phenomenal TikTok called Ellie Knows Rocks that you all need to check out. She just came from uh, Greenland, didn't she? She did. And we're going to talk all about that. I'd like to point out she listens. No, okay. Hence, I'm shopping a reality show for her. Let's touch on this for a second again. Numbers speaking. Unlike certain MMA fighters. Numbers speaking. Sam follows direction. Sam Alvey. he's, he's, He's my favorite MMA fighter right now. Sam Alvey follows direction. Listen, if we only go off numbers, I have listened to you the best of your most recent clients. No, you haven't. Not even top five. How so? You didn't beat Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, no. Recent. You don't beat. No, you don't beat. No. You on Guardians back in uh, a couple years ago. 14 or 15 when the first one came out? First and second. All I'm saying, and I've done people with way bigger numbers than you, dude. I I appreciate your ego. I'm talking about from, you know, started from the bottom, now I'm here. I've done that. Type deal. I've done bigger. I, I know you want to be the biggest Way I've ever had, but you're not. Complex. But you're not. You're just not the biggest I've had. Listen, listen. Stop making me feel inferior, okay? Inferior to what? I don't know these other people's names, so just, you know, people. Uh-huh. So somehow me talking about your your media numbers has yeah. become about your penis. It's big to a field mouse, okay? Why are we talking about your penis? I'm talking about social media. Those two things correlate a lot these days. If you were willing to put your penis online, I could actually get you a lot more numbers really quickly. Why would I put it out online? I I don't know. I I wouldn't, but you know, whatever. That's that's not a selling point. That's kind of like the dude who sends you a dick pic after one date. It's it's not like a great invite. People are not looking for. Oh, I didn't say you'd be you'd get the tracking because you're popular. Uh, I'm just saying you get the tracking. People following me to see it again, or they're following me to hate on me. To hate on you, yeah. Oh, okay. That hey, it's a thing. Hate is, you know, love them or hate them. The people who hate you are still a number. 
I completely agree. I always tell people that on YouTube. I don't care if you get a thumbs up or a mm. thumbs down as long as people watch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how um, Jake Paul got famous. Yeah. He's a total piece of crap, but everyone goes on his stuff to hate on him. And everyone goes in there to watch the next I train really, wreck. I've, next I've, been, I've been trying to sell um, Sam Alvey fighting, fighting Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. And Darren Till for that matter. And Darren Till. Yeah, but mostly I want him to fight Jake See, Paul because I want him to beat the – fight? Like be a good fight? <laughs> yeah. Jake Paul is – okay, that, that's the publicity I just stuff. want We're... Sam Alvey to beat up Jake Paul because Jake Paul's a rapist. Mm. Guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with the amazing – Ellie knows rocks. We're going to be talking about Greenland. We're going to be talking about her. She's got some film projects coming out. I'm Summer Helene. I oh, blah, 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 blah. This is what's happening here. This is my life now. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiorda, and we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the hairiest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda, and our very, very special guest, Ellie Ringo from Ellie Knows Rocks. G'day, Ellie. Hi, how are you, Summer? Uh, my face hurts. But other than that, fabulous. <laughs> you have oh, just I'm got back in the country. <laughs> Well, thank you. Yes. Um, now did you, it hurt when you fell from heaven? Did it hurt when I fell from, fell, fell from heaven? Yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. Do you want me to repeat I just want to talk to Ellie. I don't even like you anymore. <laughs> um, oh, so, dude. <laughs> Ellie, for anyone that doesn't know you, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do. 
Well, my name is Ellie Ringo, and I have a wonderful TikTok channel that uh, was started from scratch uh, just a little over a year ago uh, where I talk about rocks and geology. Um, I'm an actress, a model, uh, I'm a YouTuber, I'm a TikToker, I'm a rock hound, a full-on nerd, you name it, and I can do it. I think you're the hottest geologist I've ever seen. Like just well, straight up. You. Whenever I look up geologists and stuff, when we have to do, uh, when we were, we were pitching your reality show, I'm looking for like just, you know, stock pictures of geologists. And it's some dude that's like 90 with a beer gut. I'm like, this is not going to yep. be a hard sell. <laughs> like, yeah. This is not going to be a hard sell. Well, now, when you put it oh, against you know, other science. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. There, there's a little bit of a delay. Sorry about that. But. Uh, when I got into college for a geologist, like it comes up with the picture of an old man with a gray beard holding a beer that has a beer gut. And apparently that was one of the criteria. So they almost didn't accept me when I wanted to go to college because I had none of the criteria. So I'm really glad that I was accepted as is. <laughs> you visually did not represent the, the, uh, the company. They were, they, what, what was it? You do not represent the company well. You no, don't, you don't promote their oh. brand value. Properly. No, no, no. She needs uh-huh. she needs a little more penis, a little more, a lot more age, and a lot more beer gut. A lot more beer gut. A lot That's more beer gut. Right. And so, uh, <laughs> since I refuse those things, I am my own brand. <laughs> yep. Hey, there we go. But that brand has made you very, very t- popular online. Yes, extremely. And, and I mean, if if you guys don't know this, that is. <laughs> This is thanks to Summer, this wonderful woman that I'm speaking to right now. She said, hey, Ellie, you should, you know, maybe go this direction, do these things, like starting from scratch and bringing me up. And I am, I would like to say, very popular now. I get bombarded. Um, People know who I am, which is crazy. I absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong. It's the funnest thing, the most fun thing I have ever done. And uh, when I was in Greenland, I was sitting at a cafe in Nuke. And this gentleman came up to me and he tapped me on the shoulder and he showed me a picture of my TikTok. He's like, is this you? And granted, he can't speak very much English. And I said, yeah, that's me. He's like, oh my gosh, it's Ellie. And he put his arm around me and he hugged me in front of, you know, a couple hundred people. And they were all like, all eyes on me. I was like, oh crap, this is happening right now. So we took a picture and a video and he was extremely grateful and happy and and that happened two other times just while I was in Greenland it was absolutely crazy there's only 50,000 people there but apparently whatever I was doing was resonating with the population so that was awesome you are a hot shit over in Greenland that's I I like that yeah I gotta tell you Ellie I I am jealous of your success I my highest video period across all social media hit seven million point one like whatever it was just a few months ago and I was super excited about that and then uh, I checked on your profile, just because I was curious to see one of your videos, and one of your top tops like doubles my score easily, and so I'm like, <laughs> whatever, yeah, yeah, good for you, whatever. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. No, I, I know my top three videos. Like, I have 327 ish thousand followers now, and my top video is 13.3, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 13.3 million, excuse me. And then I have a 12 million and an 8 million and, and so on and so forth. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I get, I love it. I think it's super exciting. And I love the fan base. I love that I can show people science in a fun way that you don't have to be that old dude with a giant gray beard that has a beer gut that is 
somebody who can barely walk around rocks, but I inspire like these people. I inspire women to go out and do what they want to do. I inspire these children that have never thought about rocks ever. And I get messages from people saying, oh my gosh, my kid watches you. They're your biggest fan. They go out in the yard and they bring home all the rocks. I'm like, oh crap. And so some of the parents are like, you know, can you tone it down? But in a cute way. And some of them are like, oh my gosh, this is so great. My kid doesn't play all these video games or they want to go outside and they want to do something. They want to be you. That's amazing to me. And it's so humbling at the same time. I think it's amazing. And I love seeing you out there because I think you're such a good influence on, on young girls because it's, you know, the, the sciences aren't really an area historically that women have been pushed. And I, and I know so many young girls Mm -hmm. that I see jump online that just want to be you. Uh, one of the girls on on uh, TikTok, t- TikTok was talking about dressing up as you for Halloween. And I thought that was the moment I was like, she made it. <laughs> like, when you she's now, oh she's now gosh, Halloween so costume. Once you're, ha- you're I, not a Halloween costume, Jared. I'm just pointing I, that out. I, we don't know that. Yeah, we do. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. <laughs> Could peddle that. <laughs> she's a Halloween costume. Man, that is crazy. People mm-hmm. want to look like you for your for Halloween. I want to look like her in general. What is your... What is your Halloween outfit? If you had to pick, pick a whole attire, let's just say top, bottom shoes, for someone to wear for Halloween, what would it be? Um, I go steampunk all the way. I'm, I'm such a crafty person. Like, I just finished two brand-new steampunk hats. Um, I'm going to wear them, and then I'm going to sell them. Uh, but I came back from Greenland, and I was like, I need to do something crafty. What do I want to do? So I start – I make my own top hats out of cardboard and other weird things. So I was like, I am a full-on steampunk person. I mean, the brown boots, you know, all the gears, the corset, the cute little top, the gloves, the hat, the goggles, all of it. I love steampunk. All right, well, you heard it, folks. You want to dress as Ellie Knows Rocks for Halloween, go full steampunk, and you've got it down. Uh, apparently, they're going for the sexy <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones vibe with her. The sexy she has, she has a sexy Jones Indiana vibe. Jones vibe. That's what they're going for. Is that th- the oh, girl okay. went and got an Indiana Jones got costume it. and she's tying it up and got a hat. Like she was very clear on what she was doing. <laughs> That's really cute. Sense. That's amazing. I think it's fantastic. What's the, what for you has <laughs> been your driving force to, to get into geology? Why geology? That's not, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to sound horribly sexist, but I'm gonna. Uh, that's not usually a job that women get into. That's not well known for women, hence the, the beer guts. Right. It's something that is more of a, oh, this is a, a dirty profession or this is you have to go out and, you know, live in the dirt or do all of these things. But I'm, it's kind of a twofold thing for me. One, uh, it's a big connection with me and my dad. He and I would go look for agates on the beach and he would always say that I would run in front of him and steal the agates he was looking at. I mean, I was eight and nine years old. I was just having a blast with my dad. And I thought it was amazing. And I would come back, pockets full of rocks, absolutely loving what I was doing, had no idea what they were. And as I grew, it like evolved. I always looked at like road cuts or different minerals or things that were really beautiful. I was like, oh, I want to know what that is. I want to know why it looks like that. I want to know everything that has to do with minerals. So I went hunting for opals and I was like, these are the prettiest things in the world. Why are they so cool? Why are they this shiny? Why are they beautiful? And so I decided right then and there, I was like, okay, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to go be something that looks for rocks. I didn't even know what a geologist was at the time. No clue. I had to look up, how do you look for rocks for a living? 
and they brought up a geologist. I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to be. It was like spinning the globe and just deciding with a finger where you were going to travel to. So I contacted a college, and I was like, okay, I want to be this. How do I get there? So three and a half years later, I was a geologist. <laughs> that's amazing. What's the greatest thing you ever found? Sorry, I've got people writing it on Twitter right now. Oh, that's okay. Oh, wow. Um, I have found um, a gypsified piece of cactus, which means it was a prickly pear cactus that was completely covered with gypsum, which is a, um, a mineral, um, and, it, and it forms after a rainfall in sand that has a lot of gypsum crystals there. And uh, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, I've found black fire opals that shine like the ones that you see in a jewelry store. Um, and on my most recent trip to Greenland, I actually got to pull out rubies, like red, beautiful rubies with my own two hands. And so, um, you know, small spoiler alert, I got to bring a very small one of those home, but I was so extremely excited to find that. I was like, this is literally the oldest ruby in the world. And I am here in Greenland in an an amazing, amazing area looking for these rocks. And it was the coolest thing. And I I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. It's amazing. All right, guys, we have to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with the fabulous Ellie Ringo from Ellie Knows Rocks. If you don't follow her now, go follow her now. And, of course, my co-host, the hairiest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with 
my co-host, the hairiest bear in the cage. You don't get to be the baddest bear because I'm mad at you right now. And, of course, our very special guest, Ellie Ringo, star of Ellie Knows Rocks and one of my favorite TikTokers. Welcome back, guys. We were talking about Ellie being over in Greenland. Now, you said there's something very exciting coming out in November. Yes. So I think people should mark their calendars for November 14th. Uh, there, uh, a couple days before that, I will be having an extremely special announcement on all of my social media for exactly what is happening. And I can't say it right now, and I wish I could, and it's just giving me butterflies not to be able to actually talk about it. But it's amazing. It has to do with why I was in Greenland and about all of my mystery surrounding my entire summer. But you guys are going to want to see this. I'm so excited. The worst part, I know what it is, and I'm just like, will she get in trouble if I say it? Probably. Plus, I'm trying to shop a show, so that won't help. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Don't ruin it for Ellie. That's that's my new thing. Guys, it really is incredible. You will love it. you you got to watch it. I'll make sure when it's coming out, we'll do an announcement here on the show. Uh, we can try and drag Ellie back on if she'll be so kind to come back on. Ellie, poke, poke. Of course. Okay, so that's a legally binding agreement. You used to agree to come back on. Now you're stuck. Uh, next question. <laughs> next question from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, before you go, I, oh. I, just, I, I don't remember to do this. And you can check out that next interview on at TuneInBTS across all social media. Wait for the announcements. That's very cool. Yes, oh, there you, can. you go. Oh. See, he's, he's getting better at pitching. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, learning to do the plug. A little late for the party, but he got there. He did. He got there eventually. <laughs> all right. Uh, next question. Uh, my bus broke down. <laughs> what... <laughs> <laughs> being on social media gives you lots of people watching hang on i need to make english out of this one moment okay well, well while we're waiting on that ellie i i remember when i first met you it was back in what comic-con four or five years ago can't think it was 2016 or 17 mm, but 17 at the time for yourself did you think this is where you were going to go you're going to become some social media icon or what what was your plan from there till now. So it's your five-year plan in a nutshell. Honestly, I first met somewhere and it was kind of a whirlwind. I almost didn't go because I was so busy with just doing other stupid crap. And I was like, you know what? This sounds cool. I'm going to do this. And it was wonderful because it was such an inspiration to me that literally it's something that kicked me in the butt to say, I need to just go do my dreams. I need to follow my dreams. And through that has... It changed a lot. No, I had no idea I was going to be popular on social media. No clue at all. I, I, it was a dream. It was something I was trying to grasp at, but I didn't know how to get there or what to do or how to market myself. Branding is so important. And after learning about branding and using the, the techniques that I have been taught through summer and reading and doing a little bit more research, I've realized how you can make it happen and what it can bring you and what it can do. And I didn't know that so many people would want to be engaged with what I was doing. I didn't know that anybody was going to want to care. And you guys said something earlier on your show. It doesn't matter if people like you or hate you. They're watching you no matter what. So good publicity is great publicity. Bad publicity can be even better because people want to know what all the hate is about. So if I have haters out there, woohoo, which I have a fair few, you you do. (laughs) You know, I'm already making it. Which is amazing. So, you know what? Hate away. If you don't like what I'm doing, I don't care. I like what I'm doing. And there are a lot of other people out there that like what I'm doing. So, you just kind of have to have the pair. Or, as I learned 
in Greenland, uh, the English people call it, if you have the minerals, and I'm using air quotes, then you mm-hmm. can do what you want to do. And like it's, oh boy, the road has been tough, but I didn't think I would be here in a little over a year. I had no idea. I didn't have that much faith in myself, but through all of the things that I've been doing, it's been giving me the push. It's been giving me a shove to just believe in the people that believe in me and believe that I can do whatever I put my mind to. I think something that a lot of people don't realize about fame, it's not just about um, getting your name out there. It's you have to be likable. And I don't mean to an audience. I mean to the people that want to hire you, the people that want to work with you. And you're, yeah. you're easy to work with. You're likable. So people want to rehire you. And that's something they don't realize. The, the greatest, the most famous actors in the world aren't always the best actors, but they're easy to work with. And they're the ones that when it starts to rain, will grab a, car, uh, a case of water with the PAs and help everyone move stuff. Because if I'm going to take a $100 million bet, it's going to be on that person that gets, you know, that, that, that's easy to work with, that's a team player, and that isn't doing the wrong thing mm-hmm. all the time. And that's what matters. Yeah. And you're really, really likable. Um, but more than Thank that, you. you're you're intelligent. And I love seeing a woman in media, especially on social media, where it's what you're talking about is, is, is it spawns from your intellect. And I see so many young girls look up to you and want to be you. And I love that because they're not, I love Kim Kardashian. She's an awesome person. I'm not knocking when I say this, but they're not looking up mm-hmm. to at, at Kim Kardashian's photos going, I want to do this. They're looking at you going, I want to do this. And I love that they're looking at a woman with um, an education that is doing something in the scientific community. And I find that so unique. And I'm really Thank happy you. to see you grow. And I'm happy to see you blow up because I think it's not only, you know, you deserve it with as hard as you work, but it's also so good for the young girls out there watching. It's so good for them. Young boys too, but mostly I'm talking about young girls here. Um, I, I, I love that. And thank you. I, I had, um, while I was in Greenland, I had a little bit of adversity to some of the people that I was working with and, um, they made fun of me highly for being on social media and thinking that, you know, what I was doing was stupid and, and how funny it was that I was on TikTok and whatnot. And I was like, you know what, if you want to be that jealous, you go for it. And I'm, I know that that's going to happen too, but I know from the letters that I've gotten from little kids, like seven, eight-year-old boys mm-hmm. and girls, they sent them to my mailbox. They said, we love what you're doing. I want to be you. I want to know how you did what you did because I want to be a scientist too. Mm-hmm. And that to me is amazing. I think that's important. I, th- I think that is incredibly mm-hmm. important. Uh, the, now, the, the question from uh, Cooper that I got here, it was the short version. Um, is it hard to get through being, becoming a geologist? especially on television. I think you mean social media. Um, well, the college part for me was easy, uh, but like getting through to people to be a geologist, you have to make it short and simple. Um, I realize the bigger words that I use, the, the harder it is for people to follow along. But if I can explain those words in a fun, interesting way to show people what they are, then people love to follow along with that. So yeah, it was, it was a learning curve at first to go, what are people going to understand? What do they want to hear? What do they want to see? And as soon as I realized the terms that I know usually take you reading a book that's like 300 pages long just to understand that one term. And if I can break down that one term into a 15 or 30 second video, people are like, oh my gosh, I learned something new today. That's so cool. 
And so that makes me feel great going, yay, I think I know what I'm talking about because they understand. <laughs> so I get a big kick out of it. And it's wonderful that people are engaging in science. You know what I mean? I completely agree. Especially when it comes to the young women out there. I think Summer mentioned it earlier, but you look at all the prominent scientists, even on social media, TV, whatever it might be, men. Well, give it, give it time. Amount we are men. going to see Ellie, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and Bill Nye sitting on a panel. That's, that's where this it, that's goes. That's kind of what I was I guarantee you. one day. I guarantee you. That's where Ellie, that's what's going to happen. Dude, that would be amazing. I'm so down to do that. <laughs> and that's it, but that's it. Like, that's where this goes. And the fact that you're a beautiful woman, I think, makes a difference because you also step away from that stereotype. You don't, even with women in science, people expect them to be very unattractive. I mean, look at even how the Big Bang Theory, um, it did have Bernadette, who was the token pretty scientist, but for the most part, it made all of those women that were into science uh, look like bridge trolls. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I think it's amazing that you, you know, you have a rock star personality, model good looks, and you're brilliant. You, you have this okay. entire package, and it's just... It's so inspirational because I'm so used to the, you know, kind of the, the dumb model vibe that, that people get oh. with pretty girls. And I just love it. I love that. Well, here's the, the next <laughs> well, I've thing. definitely been called like this. Uh, I was in several science classes where nobody wanted to be near me, be my partner, be anything like that. They're going, oh, she's just a pretty bimbo. She's not going to be smart enough to be on our team. And I would be the first person to walk out of lab by myself, completely done with my assignment. And people were like, Oh, shit. Maybe we made the wrong assumption. And I got that in every single science class I was ever in. So I just owned it. I mean, if I wanted to wear a low-cut short shirt that day and short shorts, by hell, I was going to do it because they were going to judge me whether I did it or not. So why not own it? Because you can put on a face. You can have nice makeup and good hair and go out and get dirty and be a scientist. You, You don't have to be the stereotypical. In your case as well, not just a scientist, but a rock climber, scuba diver. Did all these other activities come about because of your chosen profession, or were you always this adventurous in your life? I have always been super, super adventurous. Before I was uh, a geologist, I used to uh, race Camaros, and I would race my quads as well in the work series. And so I was always like a rough-and-tumble sort of a girl. I also have been horseback riding since before I could walk. And I still use that in, um, you know, my everyday life and filming and that kind of thing, which I absolutely love. But I was like, hey, I could rock climb. I could do this. And I only started a few years ago. And I always wanted to scuba dive, but I was so afraid of drowning that I would get, like, water up my nose and I wouldn't be able to breathe. I was like, I have to face this fear. And every year I go on a an awesome, like, dive trip where I get to see, like, seahorses and sea turtles and, like, these things that are... You can only see, like, in the fresh, open ocean, and it's scary, but, wow, I I absolutely love it. I have never given myself a limit to things that I could do, and especially if somebody tells me I can't do it, (laughs) they better watch out because you you better believe that within a short amount of time, I will have it mastered. Now, it sounds like you put yourself out there. You take risks. You do all of that, but you're still having to deal with with bullying it sounds like you had to deal with it in school i know you've had to deal with it online because i got to a fight with one of the trolls um mm-hmm. and 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 you were having to do deal with it even on assignment the you know people were complaining that that you're on tiktok meanwhile you're inspiring yeah. kids 
how do you how do you deal with the haters? Um, wine? No. Um, so <laughs> I get very very I, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I breathe, and and I think about where they're coming from for like a second, and then I just realize that no matter what I do, and and I've had to deal with this since I was little, and it's not meant to sound like. I have a big head or I'm an asshole or anything. It's like people are always going to be jealous of something that someone else does or something that someone else has, no matter what it is. And I know that because of certain aspects, people get jealous for no reason at all. And it's something that I kind of have to internalize. And yeah, I have panic attacks about it. I will get depressed about it. And it's a real factor. And I just have to tell myself that, it's okay for right now. I might not be okay, but I'm going to get better. And if these people have that much jealousy and animosity for me getting more screen time or me being better at my profession or me being pretty, and I get that one a lot, I get bullied for it a lot, I don't care because it just means that I am getting closer to what I want to do. And sometimes you have to walk a road all by yourself in order to go where you want to go. And right now I am climbing that tallest peak to get to where I want to go. And it's right in sight. Like I can almost grab it, but boy, I have people nipping at my heels to try to bring me down every step. And I I just refuse to let it get to me. I got to tell you, um, I, you know, I adopted a young girl and she, she worships you. Her favorite subjects are science and history. She loves, you know, uh, she, she loves um, the STEM courses. And in a lot of cases, she's one of the only girls in her AP classes taking them. And because of you, she's okay with that. You know, I know she's written you asking about rocks. You've sent her out rock hunting. Thank you for that. She made us buy a metal detector. Um, not happy with you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I dug a seven foot hole to find an old blanket <laughs> so, because of you. So we're not thrilled with that part. Wow. Because of sorry, you, yeah, yeah. She had him digging a <laughs> no, hole. She, something, something went ding on her metal detector. She's like, dig right there. Yeah, and, he dug down like seven feet, yeah. but it, it didn't go well. They couldn't figure out how to use a metal detector. No, the, not at all. But. Aside from me not being thrilled that we have to deal with the damn metal detector now, um, because of you, she's more comfortable going into class. She's beautiful. She's tall. She's thin. And she, um, you know, you know her background. She has, doesn't have a great background, but she's comfortable walking into those classes, even with people making fun of her. And it's because of you. And I know she can't be the only girl doing that. So you've made such a difference to so many young girls. And I've seen them comment. I've seen them talk. Um, what is it like for you to have that kind of impact on young girls? It makes me want to cry. Like it, it's so extremely humbling. Um, I was at a, a rock uh, show. It was a gold show in Phoenix, and this little boy came up to me, and he, he was very um, gregarious but very shy at the same time. He came up to me, and he said, Ellie, I'm your number one fan. And he couldn't have been more than six years old. He said, I watch all your YouTube videos. He's all, and someday I'm going to grow up and be just like you. I was like, that's so adorable. And there was a little girl. She was absolutely wonderful. She actually won a raffle that I had done, and she wanted to look for amethyst crystals. I didn't know where to take her to do this. I knew where I could take her to look for crystals, so we went and looked for crystals. Well, about five years prior to that, I had found some amethyst myself in Arizona. And so I brought her two amethyst crystals that I knew she was going to love. She started to just bawl. She was nine years old, brightest little thing in the world, and... 
to watch somebody that was my age when I started my interest in the love of rocks and the things that I did. And if I would have had somebody to look up to, I would have been a geologist a lot quicker. I wouldn't have done a bunch of different careers. I would have done that. But I didn't have anybody at that time because, again, women in science were not women in science what they are today. They were unheard of. Um, they were, is, I'm going to use the word frumpy because most people thought they had to look like a man in order to be a woman in science, which isn't fair. And so if I get to change the norm or help these young girls and boys change the way that they view science and that they, they view looking for rocks and being every other thing that I have tried to become, it's, it's amazing, and it, but it's humbling. I can't, I don't have the words to describe how it makes me feel other than I'm just so grateful that I started doing this and that if I can bring that joy and that love of things that I do to other people, it's, it makes it all worth it. I think that's incredible, and I think you have. That's why you have so many followers. It's why you, so many people have reached out to you. You really have touched people in a very, very deep way, and you've given people a different view of what a scientist is. And I think that makes a difference <laughs> because, you know, you look like Pamela Anderson and, and, and you move like Indiana Jones, <laughs> and that's not really something any, anyone's seen before. No, no. Yeah. you know, it's so good as well. There actually, there's only one other person I can correlate when I think of the, the type of person and career you chose. Um, uh-huh. And it, both both of you in the same regard do not fit the look or appearance criteria for your jobs. He's an astrophysicist working for NASA, but when he's posting online, it's him dropping weights into a pool because mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense. For you, you're incredibly stunning <laughs> talking about rocks coming from the earth. People don't, it doesn't work. And I think it's where you generate a lot of your, uh, where you would generate a lot of hate from, just you're too pretty to know this stuff. And maybe it's a level of insecurity. The people watching you who hate on you can't take the fact that they're not as attractive as you and they're dumber than you are. So now they can't help but make fun of you. <laughs> no, it's, I've, I've actually had... A, a couple of girls. There was one girl. Um, I don't know how she knew I'd worked with Ellie, but she had reached out and mm-hmm. wanted to build her base. Um, and she was just really, uh, really the wrong approach towards me. If she'd wanted to build a base, that would have been a conversation mm-hmm. I might have been willing to have. But it was like, well, you know, I know you worked with her and she's just this and that. And I'm like, she's my friend, you dick. I'd like to remind everyone every time we swear, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. Yeah, fucking charity. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I ended up cussing her out. I was like, well, that was not well handled on my part. Summer, um, you, had, you had an image to uphold. I did, but, but I, I, I just, I we don't like that. Put out a press statement. Summer's having an adverse effect to some medication. No, I, I am, but that, I would have said it anyway. <laughs> I just, I don't like women tearing down other women, and I love to see... Um, especially women in media, women like Ellie, who are moving women forward and getting us, mm-hmm. you know, kind of that foothold. And I love that. That to me is admirable. I don't like women tearing down other women, but I'm a girl's girl. I love women. So it really drives mm-hmm. me crazy when I see women trying to tear other women down. Now for you, you have a film coming out as well. On top of all of this, you have a movie coming out. I do, actually. Um, we start re, or not re-filming, but um, finishing filming it uh, mm-hmm. the middle of November. Uh, it's called Alibi. It's awesome. And I actually just had a film uh, that dropped onto Amazon Prime Video today called The New Frontier is a Western I was in last year. And 
It's awesome. It's shot in a very French style, so it's very cool. So, you know, those are my passions. I'm a geologist, but I'm also an actor. And it, it, I can't tell you how passionate I am about it. So when I get to mix those two things together, hint, mm-hmm. hint, uh, <laughs> it's mind-blowing for me. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. So, again, people, November 14th, I'm just saying. <laughs> Watch it. I, I promise. We'll have Ellie on. Like, we'll, the, the week before, we'll make sure to get Ellie on. We'll talk about it. You need to let us know when you're allowed to talk about this so that we can get it out there so that everyone can oh, know Oh, for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's something you were mentioning being an actor and a geologist. I'm curious, if you had the opportunity to work with your favorite stars on the biggest production of the year, two years, whatever, or you get to lead your own expedition with any scientist, geologist you want out to wherever you want with no budget on either project, or no no limit to a budget on either project, what would you pick? Oh my gosh, I wish you could see my face right now. Um, so, like, you... Like you <laughs> I have no freaking words. Um, both? No. Um, so I don't know, honestly, that I have a favorite scientist. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil, Neil, oh, gee, fuck. Neil Sorry. deGrasse Tyson. I Shit. messed it up all the time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I got a little kerfuffled. Um, if I could drag him around and show him the geologic wonders of the world uh, with no budget... And, and have him talk to me about, like, space and shit like that, and then I got to talk to him about rocks and whatever I knew, I think that would be the coolest thing because he has a, a dry sense of humor, and so do I, but he's so freaking knowledgeable. I think that would be the most amazing thing. See, I want to send them out to, to a do the filming thing, too. Drop a meteor <laughs> in the Earth, send her and Neil deGrasse Tyson. They can fight over whose terrain is. Oh, thing. shit. That'd be good, yeah. wouldn't it? That would work. That's perfect. Send her Just and Neil deGrasse it. Tyson yeah. looking Just for meteors. check out yep. meteors. Sorry. Yep, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be such a good show, and you guys could secretly plant meteors around there. So, no, what you need, and, and your ideas are good, but you need to put those hands together. It needs to be a big budget film about her. And Neil deGrasse doc, Tyson. And Neil deGrasse Tyson. They can have other actors in it. There you go. Put those hands together. That would make money. That's true. You guys can run. There, that would be awesome. several different documentary series and do the same mm-hmm. thing. That would be great. Now, would you like, like, what's your next step? What do you want to do next? I, what do I want to do next? Um, well, I have you know a couple movies that are you know going to be coming out. I have a, a Western uh, television uh, series pilot, and um, I think it's a twelve part series that'll be coming or that I'll be starting filming next February. Um, I have a lot of filming things that are going on, but what I would really, really love is honestly my own show, and that will happen. And I'm I believe if it. I think about it enough, and I talk about it enough, and uh, with your help. Yeah, and she, and she pins me down um, on air. <laughs> like, oh, you know, she's using the secret. Hey, um, you did it to me. Technique. It's a bite. I did. I know. It's right. It's <laughs> she is. She's using it. It's power of attraction. It's a law of attraction. She. Oh, Ellie uses it to devastating effect. Her mind's in the right place. You're welcome. Um, no, I. I think that I'm going places, and I believe in myself strongly, and I believe that my tenacity is going to get me to where I want to go, and. So be it, people can put me down and I don't give a shit because it just means I'm getting somewhere. And if that sounds snarky and prickly and like I'm stuck up, oh, well, it's just because you're jelly and I don't care. And I have worked hard to get to where I'm at and I'm loving it. And I, and I love that I can trust people. What do you have to say? I know a lot of people have reached out on TikTok, uh, want to be TikTokers. We have about four minutes left. What do you want to say to the girls out there that want to be scientists, to the kids out there that want to be TikTokers, to the kids that want to be you? What do you want to say to them? 
<laughs> to everybody that wants to be a scientist, do it. Uh, college is expensive. It doesn't matter. Get a loan. That's what I did. I got. I was in debt, student loans up to my eyeballs. But I loved what I was doing, and I knew that I needed to go get it done. If you want to be a TikToker, know your brand. And if you don't know how to brand yourself, talk to somebody that knows how to brand people. Make that investment, and it will be the best money you've ever spent in your life to go speak to somebody to do that. Uh, for people that want to be me, never hold yourself back. Do everything you want to do. It doesn't matter if you fail, if you fall flat on your face, if you break your nose. I've broken mine three times, people. If you want to do something, just go do it. And you'll thank yourself for it. And without failure, we wouldn't have success. And I have failed so many times. And I'm finally climbing to where I want to be. And I'm succeeding. I love it. It's a great message where can, right That's fantastic. That was just beautiful. Where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Ellie Knows Rocks. YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. My website is Ellie Knows Rocks. If you Google that, I will come up in one form of another. Well, I think it's amazing. Now, I'm going to do a giveaway. I would like you. I'm giving away an ATV ride at Offroad Rentals in Palm Springs, California, um, courtesy, Ooh. of course, of Ellie Knows Rocks. She's going to ask you a question out of one of her videos. All you have to do is write in to me, and if you're the f if you get the correct answer, the first person I read that gets the correct answer, you get the ATV ride. Ellie, uh, ask any question about any of your videos. Any question about any of my videos? Yes, mm -hmm. guys. What is my favorite fossil and mineral? I have said this in at least four of my videos. What is my favorite fossil and mineral? It's the same thing. You guys just need to find it. So if you guys find it, you can write to me. Just follow me on uh, Twitter. Well, you're already following me on Twitter because you're writing there, so I know you're there. Uh, write in, tell me what the answer is, and courtesy of Ellie Knows Rocks, you'll get an off -road, uh, an ATV ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. We figured that was the most appropriate Woo! giveaway with you being on the show. <laughs> I'm going to go binge watch her videos. Oh, I love binge it. Watch her videos. Just, just, to get, just to have bragging rights. Just binge watch her videos. It's fantastic. Guys, if you get a chance, check out her videos. Ellie Knows Rocks is absolutely fabulous and let's collectively like write neil degrasse tyson and tell him we want to see him do a show with her where they go hunt medias yes <laughs> she's like yes get me neil degrasse tyson all right ellie we have about one minute left is there anything you want to say to everyone out there uh, I love you guys, and I appreciate being on the show. I appreciate every single one of my followers and fans. You guys are amazing, and you have allowed me to do exactly what I want to do, and you give me inspiration to keep doing what I'm doing. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. For everyone that wrote in, I promise we will have Ellie on again. We'll have her on uh, hopefully before her show drops, and we'll give you some information. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. Special thanks to my co-host, Bear Fiorda, and of course, our very special guest, Ellie Ringo of Ellie Knows Rocks. Check it out. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.